1: Hello and welcome to the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Joe. Hi, hello. Before we dive into today's episode, we well, wanted to remind you all to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. You can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. And of course, if you want to reach out to us with a suggestion or a comment for the future, our email is ProfessionalBookNerds at Overdrive.com. With that out of the way, today's episode I am so excited about. We are going to be talking about Libby. More specifically, the switch to Libby. So for those of you who have been Overdrive users for many years, you know, or should know by now, that our legacy Overdrive app is going away. So in early 2023, we'll see the sunset of Overdrive, and we'll transition directly into our library reading app, Libby. Joining me today uh, to break down the differences, talk about some common questions we're getting, and some support cases, I have two wonderful people here at OverDrive. I've got Katie. She is the product liaison for Libby, so she shares all of the great information about upcoming changes and works directly with the app development team. And we've got Anya from our technical support team to provide us with a wide breadth of knowledge not only on the common questions and the high cases we're seeing, but just her own experiences overall. And then joining me to round out the PBN sound, I've got Jill. Everyone, hello and welcome.
2: Hey, thanks for having us.
1: So glad y'all could be here. So I wanted to get us started off by looking at some of the differences between Overdrive and Libby. I, along with my teammate Marissa, host monthly webinars to help people make the switch to Libby. And we'll talk about that more at the end. Um, But one of the questions we see the most when we are helping patrons out, whether it is in tech support, whether we are hosting one of our monthly sessions, is what are the differences between OverDrive and Libby? And Katie, do you want to start us off with that?
2: Sure. So one thing to clarify, I think you covered this well, Joe, but just to make sure everyone is extra clear, Libby and Overdrive are made by the same people. So it's the same company delivering the same books from your library. So they're not two different services. So when we were looking at the Overdrive app and it's been out in the market for going on, I think it's 12 years now, and it's a beloved app, but we wanted to start fresh and look at what was working well and what could be improved. Um, to help you know, bring more users in, help more users engage with their library collection. And that's where Libby came from. Again, same company, but just kind of uh, taking a different approach, a fresh approach um, to, you know, at, the, at its core, it's still about connecting with your library and finding and borrowing books, audiobooks and magazines that you want to enjoy. When it comes to differences, Obviously, there are um, visual differences, so you'll immediately notice that Libby um, has a lot more colors, it's more modernized, Um, and there are also different features that weren't available in the OverDrive app, like the ability to get push notifications on your mobile device so you get hold notifications right away without having to check your email, for example. Um, And There are a lot of different features in Libby, like the ability to set up um, multiple tags in the OverDrive app—you just had one wish list. But with Libby, you can set up tags to categorize books however you like. If you—if I wanted to set up a list of books to recommend to Anya, I could set that up as one tag, and then have a separate tag for titles that I want to recommend to my mom, for example, and then yet another list of tags for books that I personally want to read. Um, and the list goes on. I won't be too exhaustive right now because I'm sure some of these will come up in conversation as well.
1: Uh, that's something I always try to start off with when we host one of our monthly sessions is that the kind of core of Libby is feedback. And there is even that wonderful suggestion box directly in the menu for folks to send through their feedback. If a feature is missing, if there's something that they think they would like to see uh, differently or instead, or they're not seeing at all, and they just like it represented in the app, we see um, kind of a, a trend of uh, feedback acceptance, um, a very recent update that's coming out included some of the feedback we saw right away. Anya, when you think of the new tags update, would you say that feedback played a part into what you're seeing?
0: Yeah,
3: definitely, especially because a lot of folks that were coming over from OverDrive, they were used to being able to sort their tags by availability, which wasn't a thing that Libby could do yet. Uh, but now that so many folks are coming over, it's been prioritized and um, now available in the Libby app. So check that out if you haven't already.
1: It is exciting to see the changes happen in real time and to to kind of almost know where they're coming from. Uh, it's definitely satisfying to see kind of our internal queue clearing up with, <laughs> with new features that we see come in. Jill, putting you on the spot. Yes, sir. Favorite feature unique to Libby.
4: Honestly, I love, uh, oh, God, that's actually a hard one. Can I only <laughs> pick one?
1: You can, no, I, I'm not you just saying that You can go as wild either. as you want.
4: <laughs> I do love the tags. I do love the tags. And mm-hmm. um, I love as the ability to easily search between libraries because of the multiple library card situation that we have here in Ohio where we mm-hmm. can have a card at any Ohio library. And it's just, it's so easy, but I really do love the tags. I can get super um, granular with the tags and there's no limit. And I can use emojis, which always makes me happy.
2: Jill just wrote a great blog post about how much she loves tags too. So I can attest to the fact that...
1: There's big love for tags. Absolutely. It's it's such a cool feature to see us go from one big old li- from basically two lists in the Overdrive app into a really robust world where we've got I mean, I make lists for I've got a, a niece, she just turned a year old. Um, and so I'm putting like picture books in in a tag, and I'll regularly export that off to my sister. So being able to do things like that. Um, is is meaningful it's a nice way especially if you are now kind of living in the world where we're all on different coasts and you FaceTime to connect you can also still have that that kind of shared book love as well it's still just as easy to recommend a book to your friend uh you also mentioned it Jill with kind of searching and kind of switching between different libraries i i also love the fact that since here we're we're kind of spoiled in Ohio we have so many library cards that are available to us having one shared shelf for all of our loans and holds gone are the days of needing to remember where you borrowed a book farm to try to find it, to read it, or to, you know, to take that advantage of that hold. So it's no longer kind of separated. And I really like the different icons we have in the app. So the little library card symbol that you'll see throughout letting you know, uh, which card is kind of active or at the top of your list. So we've got magazines in Libby. Uh, that is a more recent edition. I guess recent is relative. In the last couple of years, they've returned into Overdrive's collections. And what have we done recently that's unique to Libby that makes magazines special?
2: That's a great question. I can take that one. Um, if you like digital magazines, I'm sure that you would love to know when the next issue of your favorite magazine comes out. What's really cool is that with Libby, when we re-added magazines, we did add that option, again, leveraging a tagging system. So you can basically find all of your magazines and tag them with the option to notify me. And then the next time that an issue is released, you can instantly get a notification. So then you can go borrow the next issue of your favorite magazines. And you can get push notifications, email notifications, or... Um, just in-app notifications too. Or if you don't want notifications, that's also an option. So everything's just very customizable and uh, up to the user to decide how they best want to keep track of that information.
1: Anya, do you want to talk about the other, like, you know what I'm thinking of, right? magazines, the great way to enjoy them. That lovely little circle at the bottom of the screen.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, I love to take advantage of the article view, especially for um, if if I like to scroll to read, it's definitely a nice option to be able to do that. I feel like I'm reading a web page sometimes. Um, and you can select different reading settings for the article view. You can, once you're in the article view, you can hit that uh, uppercase A in the upper right to enter your reading settings and then you can control your font make everything large print if you'd like Uh, you can change your lighting settings I love dark mode super easy on the eyes at night so yeah definitely super comfortable to read articles that way especially since um, magazine layouts can be kind of hard to read on a smaller screen so definitely take advantage of that
1: it is it is nice. It's not cumbersome. It's an easy way to enjoy even image heavy magazines, uh, but have them be very readable. The images are still presented in the in the display. Your font size is whatever your kind of preference was already set in your ebooks. Or if you haven't said it already, you can adjust it. I love it. Um, and I love not having to use my fingers to zoom in and out <laughs> and not feel like I'm getting lost in the magazine. So just just really cool. Um, But one thing I probably should really ask you about, Anya, is the direct access to you and our lovely tech support folks in Libby.
3: Definitely. Yeah. If you're ever not sure how to do something in Libby, feel free to just tap the menu and then get some help. And that'll allow you to access additional resources like Libby Help. Uh, the suggestion box, as Joe mentioned, or uh, the fine folks at our support team. And we offer human-to-human help, so um, if you need help, don't hesitate to write in. We'll be happy to help you.
1: It is nice to know we can promise human-to-human help. It is all done via email, so if you are someone who does not love a phone call, you don't even have to think twice about it. They will help you. The only thing they can't help you with is recommending a book to your library. You will have to talk to a librarian for that. But Katie, maybe you could talk on uh, that lovely feature that people might be missing from OverDrive.
2: Yeah, so we know that a popular feature um, that many users have access to in the OverDrive app is recommend to library. And we're similar to what we did with Libby as an app itself, where we kind of redesigned from the ground up. We're going to be redesigning um, a similar but different feature Uh, and making that available to users in Libby. And I don't want to get too into the details at this time because I like to keep the suspense going, but I know that that is um, something that users and libraries are very interested in. So we're excited to be sharing more soon Um, and just know that there will be an option in Libby to basically using a tagging system actually uh, to give a little bit of a spoiler, but to keep track of those books that you're interested in, but um, that are not yet offered in your library's collection.
1: That's so exciting. And I and I can't wait. I can't wait for the answer to be there. So when someone asks me, I, I can say, here, I'll teach you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I was helping my mom um, with a book that she she was trying to find a book in Libby and she was not finding it. And so she asked me to look with her, and I said, "Well, it's probably not in your library's collection yet." And she said, "Oh, I wish I could still, like, you know, find it, and so that way I knew if it was available." And I was like, "You and only- everyone else." <laughs> <laughs> like, if only this were a few months from now, mom. <laughs> but I was like, "Don't worry, it's coming soon."
1: So now I wanted to dive into some of the frequently asked questions we have been getting lately. So our first one here is: Will my current loans and holds move over to Libby?
2: They will, so that, that's a that's a yay answer. So basically, as soon as you download Libby, you'll be prompted to find your library and add your card. As long as you add your library card, because again, that's where your loans and holds are checked out against, um, everything will be waiting for you on the shelf. And another tip, if you do use multiple libraries in the OverDrive app, just make sure when you come over to Libby, you add all of your cards um, in Libby, so that way, everything will be there waiting for
1: you. Definitely. It can take a little bit of time if you are like our friends in Massachusetts who have one card that gets them into eight libraries, but it is worth the time it takes and you really only have to do that once.
3: Definitely. You can set up multiple uh, Libby apps or uh, Libby in a browser and Libbyapp.com using a setup code really easily. So you just do it once and then use a setup code to copy it to all your other
4: devices at your leisure.
1: And if you like to use multiple devices, that easy syncing.
4: Oh, yeah. Can confirm on that access code. That's And, be, and again, we like talked about the unified shelf. It'll all be there in like one place and super easy to access. So another frequently asked question is, will my wish list sync?
3: Yeah, definitely. So once you've added all of your libraries and all of your library cards, you'll see a little notification that um, uh, it'll appear as like a little badge over the menu icon. And if you tap that, you'll see a notification prompt to sync over your lists into Libby. Uh, and then you'll follow the prompts in the app. It'll display a little circle saying it's thinking and syncing all your wishlists over. And then once it's done, they'll all appear. Uh, and you can interact with your titles from there. Uh, and if you want to remove anything, you can just, uh, on mobile devices, slide your finger over uh, hit that little trash can if you're no longer interested in one of those old wish list items, uh, and uh, those those wish lists will sync over to OverDrive, so you don't have to remove that twice. And also, guess what? The wish list uses the tagging system
2: too, so tags keep coming up. Just <laughs> just want to do the plug for tags.
1: There's a reason we love them. They do everything, and y'all they keep really building them to do more.
2: I, I know. <laughs> you know.
0: So versatile. So
3: right. Embrace the tags, everyone. Definitely.
1: They're not
0: scary, I promise. Hi there. I'm Heather Drago. And I'm Sarah Saunders. We host the podcast, That's a Hard No, about saying no and setting boundaries. So you can become that true and empowered you that this world needs. Saying no isn't just Okay parenthood and more subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit our website hardknowpodcast.com. we're here to help you find your no and say it unapologetically that's a hard no
1: hello everyone my name is matt neglia and i am the host of the next best picture podcast part of the film entertainment awards website next best picture for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. Okay, so not one of my favorite FAQs, but it is one that we get asked a lot. Will my reading history move over to Libby? Katie?
2: I can be the, the Debbie Downer on, on that one a little bit. So it won't, but if you want that information for your records, you can export it from, um, the, from your library's collection in the OverDrive app. And once you do make that switch to Libby, um, again, using the tag system, Libby starts automatically tagging everything that you borrow in Libby so that you can kind of start over with your history. So you're using a new app, your current loans and holds and wish list items will sync, but other things, things you have previously borrowed, um, will not be reflected in the Libby app. But again, you can have that data for your own records. And then, kind of as you're starting fresh, everything um, will be kept track for you, kept kept track of for you in Libby.
1: And I will say, the borrowed Smart Tag saves me all the time. Now I no longer listen to the same 30 minutes of an audiobook anymore when I go oh yeah this sounded good because I liked it because I already read it um and depending on how dedicated you are and I know book lovers can be this dedicated you can take that exported history and add them all to your borrowed smart tag in Libby if you still want that reflected it'll just be manual we can't Absolutely. unfortunately if
2: you're looking for something to do on like a rainy Sunday that's a that's a great way to if you really want to uh bring everything over from your past history. That's Why the not? new
1: that's the new counting sheep. If you're having trouble falling asleep, just <laughs> import some old some old borrowed titles.
4: I mean, there might be some people who want to do that. I don't know. You know.
2: Will we do that? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I did not. I did
4: not. <laughs> um okay, I think this might be. So one question that a lot of people do wanna know, which is when do I have to make the switch to Libby? So I will let either one of you who wants to handle that one. I can take that
2: one too. Um, So our in-app messaging in the OverDrive app is early 2023. So we have not picked an exact date yet. We are kind of monitoring as users come over and make the switch and making sure that we can help them get their questions answered. We are planning to update that in-app messaging um, early in the new year to give our users a more exact date so that they know exactly what amount of time they're working with. So we want them to have a little bit of overlap time to kind of make the change. Um, so now's the time to download Libby if you haven't already and to really get used to it Well, you still have you know, the OverDrive app that you can you know, use if you really need to. But more and more, Um, We hope you shift toward Libby, so that way when the full date to discontinue the OverDrive app comes, uh, you're already used to Libby, and so it's not as, as big of a switch.
1: And if you're nervous and would like to have, you know, someone walk through it with you, I know I mentioned it already, but I do run monthly sessions to help make this switch. If you'd like to register, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Libby for patrons, and that will be in the episode description as well. So feel free to register. Uh, I do these with my teammate Marissa, and we will be doing them through the end of the year. And we'll also uh, continue into 2023. So opportunity to just come learn those basics, get a lot of great info from us. And you know, I, I guess see me uh do my my job other than just listen to me do this part of my job if you're curious.
2: <laughs> Joe, you do a great job.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And you'll also probably get your questions answered. Katie's been at like I think all of them now. So
2: yes, I will be on chat of <laughs> So
1: even
2: though you won't hear my voice, know that I'll be there. <laughs> It will help answer
1: your questions. Know that if any of us are stumped by a question you ask, Katie will be the one answering it.
3: (laughs) Also, plug for Libby Help. If you visit your favorite search engine and type in Libby Help, uh, you'll see a handy dandy guide at the top of the page that will walk you through uh, setting up Libby and some prominent Libby features if you're curious.
1: That is true. I totally forgot. Yeah, help.libbyapp.com. There is that beautiful making the switch from overdrive section. We'll also include that in the description just so you've got quick, easy access to the questions you might have. We love it. So the next question on the list here is, is there an app I can download on my PC? So whether that's a Windows computer or a Mac computer, anything else like that. Anya, you want to take that?
3: Yeah, so there isn't a Windows or Mac Libby app, but you can access LibbyApp.com uh, in Chrome, Firefox, Safari, Edge, the main browsers, um, and it offers the same features that the Libby app does, except for downloading titles. Um, so yeah, check that out.
1: I love I love that you can have the same experience everywhere. It's great when my phone is dying and I'm at the office, and I can just open LibbyApp.com in my browser and continue my audiobook that way.
3: (laughs) Definitely. And if you use the Libby app on your smartphone, you can just grab a setup code there. Uh, That way you don't have to set it up again in your browser.
1: Right. Super quick and easy. Katie, a question for you. Should users sign out or how do they sign
2: out? Yeah. So users do not have to sign out of the Libby app. That's actually one of the benefits in that once you add your card, um, you're... You really don't have to like keep signing back into the app like you may have been prompted to in the OverDrive app. So Libby just you know remembers you, and as long as your card is still active, you can just keep on keeping on and keep uh, borrowing items, tagging items, placing holds, etc. So you do not need to sign out. If you are on a public device, that's kind of the only exception um, where you might want to reset everything after you're at that public uh, terminal. But
1: otherwise, not. I love that it's designed to just keep me going. I don't have to make sure I have my card number memorized or set up some sort of username with my library system in hopes that I can always remember it. Um, our last FAQ here, we've actually already gotten the answer to about recommending titles to my library. So we are going to move some upcoming features. Katie, take it away. What's coming up? Next in Libby, that you can tell us so far, of course.
2: <laughs> sure, <laughs> absolutely. So, Anya mentioned that in a recent, very recent release, we added the option to um, filter down your wish list or any tags list, really, um, by availability. So, that's something that we just released and based on user feedback. So, excited to be able to share that. And then, in the very near future, we're going to be working on even more improvements for that multi-library cardholder experience. We know that a lot of users um, like us in Ohio are privileged to have access to multiple libraries and we've gotten many requests to make that process even more seamless. So we'll be working on some cool updates there. And then as I mentioned before, um, that new system for being able to find and keep track of books that you're interested in reading but that aren't yet offered through your library. So more to come soon all of those new features, but that's kind of what's in
3: the um, very near horizon. I'm also really excited about the ability to be able to pin a filter on my shelf. That'll be super handy, especially since I'm like a 95% audiobook listener, but I sometimes dabble in in eBooks and magazines. So it'll be nice to have that filter pinned for most of the time. Uh, Yeah.
2: I don't know how I like, totally skipped past that. But that's, that's one of our very near term releases is that we're going to be, um, like Anya said, making it easier to kind of set preferences throughout the app for just the the content that you're most interested in. So uh, lots of lots of cool stuff coming.
1: I love that so much, because I know from the people that we get to talk to, it's the like, well, I want to set a preference because I do mainly read eBooks, but what if I want a magazine sometimes? And it's really cool to know that we can, we can expand our, our offerings a little bit and keep that Libby customization alive and well. Now, Anya, I wanted to know if you had any tips for new Libby users that you could share with us.
3: Definitely, so I encourage everybody to poke around Libby's settings. Um, So if you tap the menu icon in the footer, then settings to see some handy options like uh, labeling the navigation icons on the bottom of the screen, um, some accessibility features as well as notification settings and other other things, Um, you can customize your experience in Libby more that way. Yeah, if you'd like to customize your reading settings, you can change your text size, lighting settings, and font in most books within the book you're reading by tapping the center of the screen, then the letter A in the upper right. And if you're not sure what some of the icons in the app mean, don't be afraid to tap them. Most icons will give you more information about what they mean with a simple tap like... Uh, for a title with a wait list. Tapping the calendar icon for that title will give you the wait estimate as well as compare the wait list at your other added libraries in the app. And um, yeah, as I said, if you're not sure how to do something in Libby, feel free to write into support and our, our support team will be happy to help you.
1: Thank you so much for mentioning Just Tap Around. I always like to tell people like, I promise you won't break Libby and if you do something we can help you figure it out but I have yet to see someone do anything that we can't like just even hit back a couple times from I love the amount of kind of confirmation screens that are in the Libby app before you borrow the book you hit borrow but then you're hitting borrow again same with like returning a title early it's it's no different when it comes to oh you want to know what this library card icon means okay we'll we'll pull it up for you and then you can kind of explore it's not going to just do something
3: definitely before you can do anything truly scary like return a title that you've been waiting for it'll it'll make you confirm it just to make sure you mean it <laughs> or if you're like deleting an entire tag full of hundreds of titles you spent hours curating Uh, it'll definitely make you confirm that you really mean to delete the entire tag before you do that. So don't be afraid to poke around for sure. (laughs) Right.
2: I think that that's a big difference from the OverDrive app is that there are a lot more icons on Libby because there are, frankly, more features um, and more information that we display to users, again, based on requests that we've gotten over the years. So. There's no button that you can tap that's going to like break the internet. So (laughs) tap away uh, and Libby will help guide you through what all the different icons mean.
4: I mean, there are also fun little surprises that you can get when you start tapping around. Like I don't want to say anything because you have to discover them organically, but
2: tap the flowers when you there's
4: lots of flowers. That's
2: right.
1: Yeah, lots of if you're returning early, tap on those flowers, see if something happens. Yeah. I hope someone who's been using Libby who listened to this episode got to that point and they're like, wait, what do you mean tap the flowers? Because good luck.
2: <laughs> Lots of Easter eggs.
1: It's a lovely thing. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining today. Uh, anything else to share or remind folks of?
2: I would just say give Libby a try and um, also when you're writing into support, like Anya said, they're all humans. So also, please be kind. Yeah, be nice to us.
3: We're people too.
1: <laughs> Two very important reminders. It is the collection you already love that you've been using through Overdrive uh, presented in a friendlier package. And the friendly faces ready to help you are are people too. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this special episode of the professional book nerds podcast, where we got the chance to talk about the switch to Libby. If you have questions, feel free to email us professional at overdrive.com. If there are per- questions about the professional book nerds, about our podcast suggestions for the future, but if you have questions about Libby reach out to our tech support team, you can either do that directly within the Libby app by going to menu Under help and support, tap on get some help and use that search bar to search for your topic. Check out that help article. And if you don't find what you're looking for, tap on ask our support team. Or you can visit help.libyapp.com in your favorite browser. Search the support site as well. And there is also a helpful handy dandy contact support at the bottom of the page. So with that, Katie, Anya, thank you so much for joining Jill and I today.
3: Thanks so much
4: for having us. Yeah, thanks, Joe. It's been a pleasure.
1: So glad you're both here. And listeners, happy reading.
4: Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode on overdrive.com and our library friends can purchase these titles in marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen Podcasts, visit evergreenpodcast.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Emma Dwyer, Jill Grunewald, and Joe Skelly, and presented by Overdrive. To learn more, visit professionalbooknerds.com.
1: You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm gonna take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're gonna to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling and all in approximately seven minutes.